What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Hope you learned something new. Hope you come away with a little bit of trivia. That way, next time you're in a bar and a, hanging out with friends, come to a conversation, you have something to talk about that no one else knows about. And that's the whole point of trivia. On this week's episode, we touch a little bit on a little everything. I have, surprisingly, a handful of music questions for Demo. Um, so we'll see how he does on those. And then, of course, we have the, this day in history and just... It's just a fun show. We took last week off because Dima was traveling, and so it was our first episode back in a couple weeks, so it was good to talk, good to hang out, had had some fun, had some laughs um, on and off the recording before, after. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you do, make sure to reach out to us on Twitter or email. Again, as always, our Twitter is at Trivia Rewrites, and our email is rewrites at gmail.com. Thank you so much, as always, for giving us a listen. And without any more delay, let's jump on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Friday, September 17th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and this is your co-host, Hibbs. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. Did I get that date right again? December 17th. 17th. Se- December 17th. Yep. September 17th. Good job. <laughs> you nailed it. Thanks. We're off to a great start. Yes. I'm back. Took a little break. Did you like- post the random episode last week? I never. No, I never. I didn't. No. Oops. That's fine. It would have been weird to be like, <laughs> well, how the news is changing trivia. This week's episode is brought to you from middle of June. Yeah. Mm, I didn't. But had a nice vacation. Maybe I should announce when I'm going on vacation. I feel like we just I just go and then I say when I come back, but maybe not. I think that would be too invasive to your personal life. Yeah. Our one listener, you know, I think they can get over it. Well, wasn't our one listener with you? Yes. So they knew. <laughs> Probably he was. And we didn't listen to it, so oh, audience well, of yeah. zero. That's all right. Hmm. What are we at with our numbers these days? We'll get into the show here in a little bit, but um, <laughs> like listeners, you mean? Like, what's our av? Do we have an? Av- Can you look that up quickly? Can you look uh, up our yes. average listeners per episode? Current audience is estimated at sixteen. Nice. And it says, but it says in the last seven days we've had five unique listeners, but that's probably because I haven't put up an episode. That's all right. But sixteen, <laughs> so it's dropped from our peak. But some people are apparently still listening. So I'm happy for those people. I'm glad that they're still listening. Do you want to start to the uh, the episode? They love how the news is changing trivia, and we appreciate that. Yeah. We do this for you. Well, if you haven't listened to this show before, welcome. This is a show where we discuss the weekly news in the form of trivia questions, whether a record's been set or something's happened for the first time, something like that. But to start us off, Hibs, you have some this day in history type questions. I do... And as you said a second ago, this day in question is September 17th. We're going to kick things off a little different this time. And I'm going to, we're going to play a little game of a a guess the person of history. You ready? Yes. Love it. I have, I have four, uh, facts about this individual that I can use to describe them. Okay. They range from more difficult to easier. By the end, you should have no problem getting the person that I am describing. Love it. So this person of history who on this day, it was in, they did something important, 
they suffered from hypersomnia, which is the exact opposite of insomnia, which means mm. you cannot fall asleep. Too or, much sleep. Yeah. Hypersomnia, too much sleep. Do you know anyone famous in history that's suffered from hypersomnia? No one's coming to mind. No worries. Next fact about this individual. This person escaped captivity in 1849 and fled to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What? Uh, are you going to get to the thing that has to do with this day? I'm sure you are. But... I will, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1849 and they fled to Philadelphia? Yes. This individual served as an armed scout and spy for the Union Army during the American Civil War. So, so far we have hypersomnia. Yeah. They fled captivity in 1849 to Philadelphia, and they served as an armed scout and spy for the Union Army during the American Civil War. Wow. Your next one should get you. Yeah, really blanking. I I mean, I could guess, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everyone I'm thinking of was like bigger than that during the Civil War. But go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, listen, this person's pretty big. Uh, assisted in liberating over 700 people from slavery through the Underground Railroad. Oh, um, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. On this day in 1849, she escaped from slavery. Oh, okay. That was yeah. the this day in history fact. Um, but I was like, I wonder if she got any because like that's all you hear about if you want to like like you know from a public schooling standpoint is always like oh she escaped from slavery and then yeah. i like, looked into it and i was like there's so many cool things like, the armed scout and spy for the union army i feel like i did know that but i just had forgotten but like the hypersomnia which was crazy like, it was such, so, such a sad such a sad thing she suffered from hypersomnia because she was hit in the head at a young age from a, by a heavy object oh boy because the slave owner was trying to hit a different slave and hit her instead like Talk about kicking someone while they're down. They're already a slave. Now you're going to hit them in the head with something heavy. There was that biopic movie about her, but I never uh, never saw it. There's a biopic on Harriet Tubman? Yeah, it's called Harriet. I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. came out in 2019, apparently. I should watch that. All right. Nice. Moving on to 1862, the bloodiest battle in American military history takes place during the American Civil War. What was this battle? Gettysburg. Ooh, good guess. That's not quite it. Let me see. I mean, let me see. I'll read you the entire description okay. off of Wikipedia and mm-hmm. see if that helps. Okay. Let's see. 1862, I said. George B. McCle- McKellen halts okay. the northward drive of Robert E. Lee's Confederate Army in the single-day Battle of Blank, the bloodiest battle in American military history. The bloodiest day in American military history. Bunker Hill. Ooh, Antietam. Antietam. Okay, nice. Battle of Antietam, the bloodiest battle. 1908. Wow. (laughs) On this day, Lieutenant Thomas Selfridge gains fame in a way that no one really wants to gain fame as he becomes the first person to die due to what form of transportation? Car. Airplane. Oh, that makes more sense. Lieutenant Thomas Selfridge was the first individual to die by way of airplane. Oh, yeah. Uh, He was... Flying in the Wright Flyer, oh yeah, piloted did, by yeah. Orville Wright. I think I've asked you about that before. Probably, yeah. That sounds familiar. I, I kind of black out when we record these things, so I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. A lot of times you'll ask me something, I'm like, I don't remember. Um, and our last this day industry question, 1961. Okay. Um, as the first in the world of it, 
of its, of its kind. Okay. What architectural feature of the Civic Arena that opened on this day in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, set it apart from every other stadium of the time? Uh, roof that opened. That's 100% correct. Nicely done. The Civic okay. Arena is the first. <sighs> Got one. <laughs> the first roof. Man, I can tell you're really beating uh No, roof that opened. Like you were. Oof. You Oof. were determined. You had given up. That's all right. Those are some tough questions. The Battle of Antietam. I mean, that's more that's, of like a, It's either Gettysburg or Antietam. Those are the two that I feel like people know about the Civil yeah. War. So. It's <laughs> in Bunker Hill, American Revolution. Or I, I think you're right. Off? I think you're right. But I couldn't think of anything else. So Hey, it's all right. I mean, if you listen to this show at all, I have some crazy bad guesses. So. Right. So Don't now worry about it. we're going to move on to the topical portion of the show, the trivia rewrites portion. So the week in trivia questions. So first question for you here, I got about baseball. The Cleveland Indians of Major League Baseball broke a record on Saturday against the Milwaukee Brewers. But it wasn't a record that they're very proud of. They became the first team in MLB history to do what three times in a season? The the Indians or the Brewers? The Indians. Became the first team to do what three times in a season? Yes. Lose to a no-hitter? Yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. The Indians were no-hit for the third time this season. Um. Which is an MLB record. No team has ever done that before. And it's <laughs> wow. even more embarrassing because they were actually no hit a fourth time, but it was during a seven inning game because now they're doing the seven innings as the second game of a doubleheader. Why? To shorten, because the MLB no, wants to, they want to shorten games and people are up for too long. So the second game of a doubleheader is always seven innings now. And they also were no hit in one of those, which. <laughs> So technically, there were no hit four times, but so every pitcher's just itching to go up against them. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland, not not a great season for them. Um, there have been nine no hitters that have been thrown in Uh-oh. the twenty twenty one season, uh, which breaks the previous record set in eighteen eighty four. So this is the most no hitters in a season since ever. Yeah. So I looked it up. I looked back in the eighteen eighty four season. Um, the World Series that year was contested between teams from the National League and the American Association. So I've got a little game for you here. It's called, Is It the Team You Think It Is? So I've got, there are six teams, <laughs> there are six teams that playing in the 1884 season that are still around today. Okay. 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 And I'm going to give you the name that they were called in 1884. And I want to see if you can try and come up with the name of the team as it is today, whether they oh. moved or changed their name or whatever. The so. first ever playing of is it the team you think it is? Yes. We might have to workshop the name of the Maybe game. Maybe we but should I like call it. it they are who we thought they were. Or something they like are that. who we thought they were. <laughs> first one here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Boston Red Stockings or Red Caps. So what are they called today? I would imagine the Red Sox. Mm. So Boston it's actually the good guess. It's actually the Atlanta Braves. Confusing. Oh, okay. So we have like buys and sells and I stuff. Here. Tricky. Okay, okay. Tricky. Okay. 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 Uh, next one: Cincinnati Red Stockings. Cincinnati Red Stockings. Is it the team you think it is? That's the name of the game. 
Is that the team? I think so. Like I, I think it'll be the Cincinnati Reds. Y T I I. That's the what Cincinnati Reds. Good. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. So they are who I, they are who I thought they were. Exactly. Next one. They were who I thought they are. Yeah. Third one. Pittsburgh Alleghenies. Oh. Oh man, what's the Pittsburghs? Yeah, it's also a test of whether you know MLB teams or not. Yeah. Wait, didn't? No, that's not right. I'm gonna go. I don't know why I'm going with this. I'm gonna go with Houston Oilers. Um. Okay. Well, that's not even a baseball team right MLB? now. They, okay, they the used Oil- to be an NFL team, but now they're the Houston. Oh. I mean, that is now the Titans, and the Houston baseball team is called the Houston Astros. But Where did it's that actually the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Pittsburgh there Pirates. you go. They just saying, changed their why. name. Next one here. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got the Chicago White Stockings. Well, the Red Stockings, I thought would have been the Boston Red Sox, which is... Atlanta Braves, Chicago White Stockings. I would imagine would be the Chicago White Sox, but they're probably like the Texas Rangers. But I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to go with Chicago White Sox. So close. It's actually the Cubs. The Cubs were initially called the White oh. Stockings. But there you go. Huh. There's a couple more here, but this game is not going well. So we've got... <laughs> You've got the tough game. The St. Louis Brown stockings later became the St. Louis Cardinals. And then the last one I had in here was the Brooklyn Atlantics, uh, who are now the Los Angeles Dodgers. So there you go. <laughs> Those are the six teams that Oakland. were playing in 1884 that are now they're still around. Still around. Kind yep. of. Uh, a combatant little trivia question for you. Okay. Firing back your direction. Uh, who is famed for the who who is known for the famous quote of they are who we thought they were it's the he was the cardinals head coach correct um i want to say green is his last Ooh, name but i don't you go. i don't remember his first name hey i'll take it mr green works going to throw him some respect dennis green dennis is known green. for that quote <laughs> nice he's talking about the bears i think it's like <laughs> they are who we thought they were we let so him off passionate. the hook okay Yes, good. Okay, what do you have for us here? Do you want to do you want to settle into just a, a power? No, no, no. Stanza of music. Let's break the music up. You want to break two, the music you have up? Two music okay. questions, right? Yeah. I have two music questions. All right, give me the first one first. All right. Returning to the top ten of the UK singles uh, with the song from their newest album, Voyage. What popular group finds its way back since 1982? Give me that one more time. Sorry. What popular group <laughs> returns to the top 10 of the UK singles charts with two, two of their songs from their newest album, Voyage? The last time they were at the top 10 charts of the UK singles was 1982. Are they... It's just the UK chart. It's not necessarily yeah. a UK band. Mm-hmm. Correct. The UK singles Is it chart. ABBA? Something nice. Like that. Yeah, no, okay. that works. Absolutely. 100% ABBA. Mm. Last time they were on the UK singles chart was, as stated, 1982 with which song? Oh, so many. So many hits. 
So many hits. Just watched. We'll get to that uh, in a second. Just watched Mamma Mia a couple Did weeks you? ago. Yep, I'd never seen it, but really, you watched actually watched Mamma. I watched it on an airplane. Did you just have the hardest time sitting still? I imagine I could not sit. I could not watch that. Oh yeah, movie the music. sitting still. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'd, be, I'd be just. I would be the dancing queen. E- hmm. I don't know. I'll just have to say an ABBA song, right? That's probably your best chance. You can go rogue <laughs> if you want. Thriller by Michael Jackson. No. Um, Knowing me, knowing you. How about that? Nice. Uh, Good guess. (laughs) So one of their songs, not it. I would not even guess that. Uh, One of Us. Have you ever heard that one? I don't think so. Me neither. Uh, I'd actually look it up because I was like, I don't know. Um, So I have a little bit more average trivia for you here. Just to keep it interesting. Just to add a little more. Um, What country... Is the quartet from? Aren't they from Sweden? Or am I? You tell me. Yes. Sweden? Nice. Good job. Uh, and what is their number one biggest song? Biggest song. Um, biggest song by ABBA. I mean, hmm. so many hits. So, so many hits. As we, as we discussed and as we will discuss. Mom. Um, oh. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen. <laughs> Dancing Queen is correct. <laughs> Their most popular song of all time is Dancing Queen. They have had nine songs reach number one spot oh, of the okay. UK singles chart. You know where we're going with this. Oh, boy. Let's not draw out this ABBA too much. How many of those nine can you name? Okay. Is Dan- Dancing Queen, I take it, is one of them. Yep. Mamma Mia. Yep. You already said Knowing Me, Knowing You, so I'll give you that one. Oh, nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. That's why I gave you that false. What's that? Uh, I'll just go through the ones in the Mamma Mia movie. That's probably a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, with the money, 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 or whatever it's called. Um, that's not on here, but the winner takes it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice job. What's the? No, that's winner takes it all. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feel free to sing, man. We we. Yeah. Hmm. Give me a second. So, let me just dancing. Let me just collect my thoughts. Let me know when you. Yeah, yeah. Yep, think about it. Really, really tap into your inner ABBA. We all have it. You just gotta listen. Let it tell you what's going on. Oh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Nicely okay. done. Take a dun dun Oh, oh. Take a chance. Yep. Take a nice. chance. Um, you're just saying the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know. The lyric. I don't know that one. I don't think. Like, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. For you and me for liberty. Oh, yeah. Fernando, come Fernando. on, Fernando. Sorry. Uh, Super Trooper and oh, the name okay. of the game are mm. the remaining two. <laughs> And that concludes our Ava trivia. And also, I think, of the debut of my singing on this podcast. I will 100% regret that. Probably. Take a chance, take a... Oh, dude, ABBA. I forget about ABBA, but... Good songs, man. Which leads us to our next little bit of trivia. What is your, Timo? What? What's your favorite ABBA song? Ooh. Fill us in. Get a, let us... Let's, let us uh, I like the Winner Takes It All, I think, is my Winner favorite. Takes It All? Yeah. Are you the winner? Is that song about you? Uh, I mean, it could be. I think so. Probably from certain perspectives, I am. 
Anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird way to answer that, but okay. I've got a question about U.S. Open tennis or the first female mayor. I know as much about both, so it makes me no difference. Okay. Decide. Uh, let's, let's do a little back and forth. Let's get some tennis going. Okay. Um, okay, just start you off here. Who was yeah. the last man to win all four men's Grand Slam Fernando. singles? T- it wasn't Fernando. Oh. Who was the last man to win all four men's Grand Slam singles titles in the same year? Man. Jokovic? Okay, great guess. And the reason I ask is because Jokovic actually had the chance to do that this week ah. at the U.S. Open. He made the final, but then lost in the final. So ah, He could have been the winner to the take it all. The answer to that question is still Rod Laver, who did it in, back in 1968, I believe. I don't have the year in front of me, unfortunately, but Rod Laver. Uh, so like I said, Djokovic had the chance to accomplish this feat, but lost in straight sets to which Russian player? Putin. Oh, interesting. It's not him, but it's Daniel Medvedev. And I think Medvedev is the same last name as the guy that was president before Putin. So, a lot Close. Of, uh, a lot of, a lot of inter- interspecies breeding over in Russia, I hear. Well, a lot of same common last, last name, I guess. Uh, the last player to win th- the th- first three majors of the year before losing in the U.S. Open was Serena Williams back in 2015. Does that mean she was pregnant? No. Mm. Well, Prior pretty, to I, pregnancy. but That's a dope story. I mean, it's still pretty dope to win three out of four majors, but... That's true. So, on the women's side, speaking of Serena Williams... Emma Raducanu became the first woman from which country to win a major since her countryman, Virginia Wade, back in 1977? Woof. Raducanu and Wade. Yeah. Two opposing names that do not help me narrow down the geography of the names at all. Yeah. Well, Virginia Wade, I think, is a good jumping off point. And it was the first time somebody won from that country since 1977. A woman. <clears throat> Virginia Wade. Maybe like Australia? Good guess. You got a lot of water out there. It is actually the United Kingdom. Good Wade. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, United Kingdom. Emma Raducanu. I had to write down the pronunciation. Yeah, that's um, a tough one. So, and she was also the first person who was a qualifier, men or woman, to win a Grand Slam single final. So qualifier is somebody who has to go through the, there's like a qualifying tournament before, but if you're ranked high enough, you don't have to play in that tournament. You're just automatically in, but she was a qualifier. So she had to qualify for it. And then she ended up winning. Wow. Look at her. And that's Underdog it. Underdog story. That's all I got. That's all you got on the US over the head with uh, the Ooh. tennis questions anymore. Tennis racket? Yeah. Do you play tennis much? Mm, no. Much? No. I just started playing a tiny bit. I want to get into it as well. I, w- I wish I played more. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's just a lot of, there's a lot of little skills, you know, like the yeah. serving is completely different than just hitting forehand and backhand. And it's like, it just takes a lot of practice to get all those together where you can run around and actually play. Yeah. I also love the, the gained efficiency of a tennis racket whenever you hit something. So I just get way too excited to just see how far I can hit this ball. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if it's like a lob, it's like, I'm about to smack. I'm going to explode this tennis ball. 
and they not even not up, even and they down. just end up missing entirely or hitting it way. I know I connect, net. and it's like, well, we just lost the only ball we were, we had. But <laughs> that's why I like racquetball better because I can just smack it. Closed court, yeah. Closed court, a lot of a lot of chance for for impact and contact. But all right, back to you. You got a question about international war. Is that international right? warfare? Are you ready? Yeah. This is the quick one. Okay. Uh, so North Korea, always up to something. North Korea fired two ballistic missiles into the waters on their eastern coast last week, to which South Korea responded by, for the first time for the country, successfully carrying out an underwater-launched missile, making Korea one of the seven countries in the world that possess the technology available to launch a ballistic missile from a submarine. Can you name any of the other six remaining countries that possess the technology? United States. Easy, of course, naturally. Mm, United Kingdom. Britain, I'll give you that, yeah. Yeah, same, same. Um, Is it UK, like, doesn't UK encompass more than one country, though? Yes. It's confusing, because the the name of the country is the United Kingdom of Britain, or Great Britain, and Northern Ireland is the whole name. So when you say Britain, oftentimes that refers to the whole thing, but sometimes Great Britain can mean just the island of Great Britain. But the thing is, the United Kingdom also includes the top bit of Ireland, which is called Northern Ireland. Yeah, I said it once. It's I'll all say it the again. same. It's it's the Midwest of Europe. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> we need a shirt <laughs> with that on there. United Kingdom is the Midwest of Europe. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Russia. Yeah. Okay, now it now it might get tougher. One of them, China. Yeah, easy. Okay. The next, okay. the the final two. I'd be surprised if you got either one surprised of them. Surprised if I got either one. Now it would be challenge. one of them for sure is not who you expect. Interesting. Who do I expect? Well, I guess you kind of expect this. France. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Why France? What made you? Th- we'll get back. We'll circle back to that. But I want to know why you thought France. Well, because I named the five members of the UN Security Council, who are basically mm-hmm. like the world police. Okay. Okay. China, France, Russia, US, UK. So. So there's a rogue one. We got a rogue sub bomber. Yeah, it's got to be somebody who has a pretty big military, but also possesses like nuclear weapons. I like your thought process. I won't. Confirm or deny? Sub, Not because though. I don't want to give you a hint, but because I don't know. Uh, Israel. Oh, interesting thought process. It's not Israel. Okay. India. India is correct. Okay. Nicely done. U.S., Russia, China, Britain, France, India. There you and go. South Korea. Seven countries that can now launch a ballistic missile from under the water. I wow. thought that was interesting. <laughs> it is. It's interesting. A thing to compile a list of but yeah like it really if like, you just showed someone that list it'd be like what do these countries have in common what do they all have in common <laughs> great food no britain's on there oh okay got him got him um, roasted him okay actually cool. i don't know if russia has good food does russia, russia have good food uh i mean there is good be- food in russia i don't know that they're known for having good food if that makes sense I wonder what they eat. I don't even know what. I just thought, I thought they drank vodka and just like. They're pretty well known for drinking vodka. Hatched. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. I should go to Russia. That'd be fun. Be an interesting trip. Um, okay. <laughs> My last question for you. 
is about the first female mayor of where, you ask. That's what the question's about. So here we go. On Wednesday, it was announced that Michelle Wu and Anissa Isabi George had won the preliminary election, ensuring that the next mayor of which U.S. city would be a woman for the first time. And I have a series of hints here, kind of like you, getting more and more detailed. So, Mm. The Harriet Tubman of their time. Harriet Tubman did kind of, she did fight for like woman suffrage as well. Like she was just a beast going after it. A pioneer. A pioneer, yeah. Which I, I, that's got to be like kind of insulting to some degree to be like, yo, I was a slave when I was a kid. Now you want me to freaking fight for your right to vote? But <laughs> I just think that's got to, like, you're trying, you're trying to vote. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's walk before we can run here. Anyway. First mayor. I, I just thought of that. Yeah, Sometimes take, a, I, take a stab first, and then I'll give you a hint here. Well, I know the recall election was in L.A. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't was... think they... I think Newsom won it okay. somehow. Mm. So I don't think it's that. So now I just got to name any city in the U.S. that has never had a female mayor. Yes. Until this past week. Really, you should just probably take a stab, and then we can get into the hints, I think. Yeah, let's go Oklahoma City. (laughs) Okay, not correct. Good guess. I didn't want to mess it up, so I chose a city with city in the name. The Gavin Newsom, he was the governor of California, so that's... Oh. But Either way, I'm bummed he won. Okay, the previous mayor of this city, Marty Walsh, was nominated to the position of U.S. Secretary of Labor on March 23rd, 2021. So that's why they're having the election. So that's your first hint. <laughs> that helps you. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm so... In- <laughs> okay, maybe this one. Maybe this one. It's maybe, one yeah, of maybe. the oldest municipalities in the United States founded on the Shawmut Peninsula in 1630 by Puritan settlers from the English town of the same name. The same, not like, not the, a new, the town like York in nope, New York. Nope, the town in England has the same name as the town in the U.S. Yep. How? I don't want to get derailed. Yeah. Old city. <laughs> yeah. Eastern Midwest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, maybe like Baltimore? Isn't there? Is there... Okay, great guess. Not correct. You're, you're, you're getting closer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the scene of several key events in the American Revolution, including the Battle of Bunker Hill. <laughs> so now you know why it was in my in head. <laughs> now you know why it was in my head. The Battle of Bunker Hill started the revolution. I don't know if it started the revolution. It, it didn't. But That was Lexington and Concord. There were the several, shot heard se- around the world. Thank you, Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. What's your, what's, what's your favorite I, Schoolhouse Rock song? <laughs> it's got to be that one. Give me your top five. No. Well, it's that one, and then the multiply by the three times table. That's a good one. Mm. Big old 30 running through, the, running through the brick wall. I like the one um, about the preamble, the Constitution. The preamble? Yeah, the we the people mm. in order to form a more perfect union. It just, like, is the lyrics of the preamble. Like, they just sing it so you can remember it. 
So now I remember I learned, it because of that I learned song. so much about you every time we record one of these, wow. which is every week for the most part. Um, <laughs> I got you down. American um, Revolution. Old I town. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's in Massachusetts. Boston. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got there. Thank God. I almost said Baltimore again. <laughs> so Boston... Uh, after its election in November, will most likely have a female mayor because the top the top candidates, the only two candidates, are both women. So, but there you go. Uh, good for last, Boston. Yeah, good for them. Getting a new mayor. Um, final question. Back to you. You got a music question, I think. Well, first of all, I want to address how you have you have the the courage and the determination, the curiosity. To set off and start a new life. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you come across a a new peninsula. Yes. New to you at least. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to get I don't want to hear emails. The one time we get an email, it's gonna have someone being like, <laughs> new to you. And you're like, what do we call it? Where do we come from? You know, like have some originality. Yeah. I bet when they left to start their own place, I bet everyone in like in Britain was like, "Good riddance, y'all are so boring." Please. Maybe it was just one of those situations though, where it's like if you get a ton of people trying to decide something, oftentimes it's kind of the the middlest, most boring answer becomes like the the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I get. It. So yeah. you think it was like a filler, a filler answer? That yeah, just they're like, like well, we'll just call it long. Boston for now. Call and then it, we'll yeah, we know it Boston. Later. Boston's familiar to us. Boston means home, so. Yeah, Boston. Uh, I can accept that. Okay. All right, your final music question and the final question for this week's episode. With the release of their latest album, which artist becomes the first artist to have nine out of the ten spots on the Billboard Hot 100 chart? Nine out of the ten spots belong to this one artist. What? Yeah. Crazy. For the first time ever. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Earth shattering hmm. what do you Record say is their first setting. it's not their first album no 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 okay. their latest the most recent oh is it uh it's got to be kanye oh, who else released an artist or who else released an album uh beefing feuding i don't know with kanye drake oh okay gotcha drake released an album this past week Damn uh, it. so do you know the name kanye. of the artist or the name of the name of the uh album no Donda wasn't great. Donda was Kanye's. Okay. I listened to Donda. I think Donda's better than Drake's. Drake's album was Certified Lover Boy, often abbreviated to CLB. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, but this album is now the uh, album with the most top 10 hits in history from one album as well. So, like, hmm. now it's the first yeah, album nine, ever yeah. to have nine, but it's also, like, on the album to have nine songs that are in the top 10 interesting does that make sense so previous to this it was seven yeah so previous to certified lover boy the most top 10 hits on one album was seven Hmm. how many of the individuals or groups that fall under this category do you think you can name Hmm. there are one two (laughs) three four 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 other albums that have had seven, seven top ten top, hits. A lot of numbers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson, maybe? Yeah, good I job. think his bad album had a lot of them. So. Well, well, not, uh, it was Thriller. Oh, was Thriller had more. Oh. 
So yeah. Michael um, Jackson, good job. Taylor Swift, I don't know. No, good guess. <sighs> the only one the Beatles. recent was Drake. I'll give you that. Drake has his own his own Scorpion. The album Scorpion by Drake had seven top tens. Oh, okay. Everything else is older. So there's two others, I guess, at this point. Not the Beatles? Not the Beatles, no. Good guess, though. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. You got to give me a... One of them is Throw related. me a freaking bone here. <laughs> I thought you were... I, sometimes I plan stuff Well, I could have... just say a bunch, I guess, but it's... Yeah. The Beatles and Taylor Swift, my two Yeah, my two those wits. are good guesses. Uh, I'll just give you the other two. Um so we can get out of here. The other two are Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Okay, nice. And Janet Jackson's, Ooh. do you know the album? Uh, I know she had that song, Scream. I don't know if that's the name of the album, though. It's not. Rhythm Nation, 1814. Wow. Is Scream on there? I didn't I know. know she was that old. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But no. She was one of the slaves that... Uh, okay. No, no. Stop. Back up. That's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I was. That's a good thing Harry Tubman did. Yeah, I don't want to call Janet Jackson a slave, but go ahead. Well, I think the fact that we're claiming that she was alive in 1814 shows the absurdity of the. Yeah, it's just a bad look. Anyway, great. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid! I End have a bad of look on questions this podcast. <laughs> for this week. Uh, I don't think anything happened on Twitter or email. I'm not even going to check. Mm-mm. So confident that it didn't happen. No, but. Um, if you would like to reach out to us uh, about... If you want to yell at me for insinuating that if Jana Jackson was born in 1814... Yeah, send us an angry email to triviarewrites at gmail.com, or you can get into a Twitter war with us, at Trivia Rewrites on Twitter. Um, hopefully Hibbs will post a question of the week this week, <laughs> a This Day in History question. We Ooh. usually post those up there, but... Don't hold your breath. I have been slacking. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else to add before we end the show? Oh, uh, I, was, I saw an interesting article that I thought was pointless okay. that I wanted to share with you. Great. Um, That's a good way to lead into it. Yeah. Uh, well, we talked a little bit about CRISPR, the gene editing technology. Yes. A while right. ago. Uh-huh. Uh, scientists have gained the funding and the permission to use CRISPR to edit the gene of uh, elephants. Uh-huh. In order to, they're trying to bring back woolly mammoths. Oh, cool! Uh, an, an article that I, I thought was interesting. Thought was just like I was, I was like I don't know really how I uh, might. I don't know how I was supposed to like word that into a trivia question for you. So I thought uh-huh. I'd bring it up. But yeah, everywhere else you look, you see melting polar ice caps, and like you see all those like videos of drowning polar bears that are set to like climate change. Yeah, but I mean, like the polar bears are dying. Is yeah. like a let's bring big back all the time. Yeah. So yeah, why we bring them back something just to watch them go extinct again? Mm-hmm. I just thought it was stupid. Maybe we'll take them south or something like that. I don't know. Or north. Really, you could go either direction. But it aren't it the would be colder. North and northern polar. I think the they're northern all polar melting. I don't think are it's uh, exclusive to a hemisphere. Maybe but... we'll just stick them in a freezer. I don't know. Why don't you miniaturize them while we're at it? <laughs> Anyway, that's all. I, I thought it was the <laughs> dumbest thing. I saw that and I was like, scientists. It's cool that they're using it for something like that, though. Yeah, but there, we'll I mean, there's so many out. better. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's probably other. I'm Bring sure they're doing. Bring back pterodactyls. Oh, 
Yeah, but you need something close that you can edit the genes of to get to. Aren't chickens that. pretty close? I mean, it's a step. I get it. I That'd understand. That'd be a step. It. That would be a big step. Anyway, I mean, bring back the. Why don't you foot. tell us on Twitter what animal you would like to see brought back? Just saying, it's stupid. Tweet scientists. it at us at Trivia Rewrites. Let us know. Let us know what your thoughts on the bringing back the woolly mammoth, and uh, we will mention it on the show. Anyway, that is all we have for this week. We appreciate all those listeners out there for sticking with us, even though we don't put up episodes every week, and we will talk to you next time. Take it easy, y'all.